1: Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going
2: to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.
1: All right, welcome back. You know what time this is. It's the Monday after Big Eagles game, and we got our defensive specialist in, the great, the immortal, the legendary Seth Joyner. Hi, Seth. Angelo, what's happening? All right, Seth, I'm going to start with the question of the day. Because I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to reveal something I haven't said all morning. Much of my criticism directed at the passive defense of Jonathan Gannon was fueled by my many great and enlightening conversations with the legendary set I began to notice Gannon's uh, passivity after talking to you. Here is the question. Nick Sirianni is unhappy with the criticism defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon has received on WIP. Whose side are you on, Seth Joyner? Team Sirianni or Team Cataldi?
2: Angelo, a record of 15-3 and three is really hard to debate. But, but, you know, there have been times this season where Jonathan Gannon's defense has been just – Way too passive for my liking. Um, He did make some changes.
1: No, not yet. I need you to tell me what team you're on.
2: I'm on Team Joyner. What the hell? No, there's
1: no Team (laughs) joyner. That's not on there. I I thought I was getting the nod of my my uh, confidant. No, my mentor. Uh, anyway, th- let's start with that, though, because it's ironic <laughs> that he goes nuts about how Gannon's taking criticism after a game in which Gannon got more aggressive, right? What did you see there?
2: Well, he did get more aggressive, and, and and I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, he knew that they could get pressure on Daniel Jones, for one. He knew that they could, you know, dominate the line of scrimmage and control the run game, which would give them an opportunity to be more aggressive against these wide receivers, in my opinion, that's how you have to play. Yeah, um, and you're gonna have to. He's gonna have to do the same thing this week all over again. Uh, it's funny. I heard you guys talking about you know why, the reason why he was a little more aggressive in his play calling because of you know the interviews and what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't realize you know that a lot of this five man front, bimba don't break style defense. You know. Um, comes from the discipleship of one um Nick Fangio. Ah. And one of Nick's disciples got fired after the divisional round for playing too soft. Ah, Vic. You mean Vic. Vic. Vic, Vic, Vic. Right. Vic. Sorry about that. Alright. Um So Ed Donatello in Minnesota. Same philosophy. Same philosophy. Same defense. Same defense. Wow. And all you gotta do is look at him getting fired for Jonathan Gannon to say, ah, maybe I may need to tighten it up a little
1: bit. All right, well, I would like to clarify. <laughs> sense. If in the immediate future I'm s- aiming more negative comments at Gannon, they are fueled by the conversation I'm currently having with Mr. Seth Joyner. Listen, uh, uh, I don't, Seth, we've been around long enough. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I listen to experts like you. <laughs> you know that. You've heard me for 30 freaking years here. I've been faking it long enough.
2: I told you that. 5 years ago when I first <laughs> came on with you you
1: <laughs> told me that when you played here 25 years ago all right let's get let's break it down a little more though cuz I'm very curious as to exactly here's a play tell me if i'm wrong but they did blitz occasionally And I know Mike Quick went nuts when this play happened. So let's listen to the Bradbury interception. Jones takes it. He looks. He fires. It's intercepted. It's picked
2: off. It's James Bradbury, the former Giant. And the Eagles are in Giants territory again. Oh, my goodness. Jonathan Gannon right here makes the call of the night.
1: Are you in agreement that that was a brilliant call that led to the interception?
2: No, absolutely. Because you bring pressure. You, you speed up the clock of Daniel Jones. You're playing off, and you know that the pressure, the way that you've schemed it and the way you've dialed it up, that you're going to get a free runner. So he's got one read and one read only. And if he, if he makes the wrong read, which he made, this is what happens. And the Eagles have not been a team. They've get, been getting sacks the last two-thirds you know, of the season in abundance. I mean, this football team is averaging around – five sacks of games over the last, you know, six games or so. But they haven't been turning the ball over a lot. Ah, you need that too. And the pressure is what creates the turnovers. And if you don't create the pressure, if the pressure is just coming from the pass rush, a quarterback can live with that. It's when you speed up his clock. I mean, you saw Dak yesterday just patting the ball and just happy feet. You could just tell that he wasn't comfortable. You could see Brock Purdy early in the game. Just not feeling comfortable in his own skin. And it's the pressure. Pressure busts pipes. Pressure. Even more so for a rookie, right? I mean, we're
1: looking now at the game next Sunday. The pressure's going to be huge against Purdy so that he makes mistakes, right?
2: It is going to be huge, but the underlying remedy is the ability to um, to control the line of scrimmage via the run. And if you look at what San Francisco yeah. did yesterday is they came out and they gave Brock an opportunity early in the game to try to pass the ball, and Dallas just got after him in every way possible. They came out at halftime, and it was very clear after halftime that the, that the adjustment was we're going to run the ball enough to be able to play action pass and get what we want in the passing game. And, you know, after Tony Pollard went out of the game and they made the adjustment in the second half, it was all but over.
1: All right, this is the thing now. You know defense inside and out, Seth. Nobody knows it more than you do. Hassan Redick, how much of an impact has he had on the entire pass rush? You talk about the last two-thirds of the season. That's when he got a a dozen sacks. What's he doing that's helping all the other guys in the front line?
2: He's just winning his battles. (laughs) I mean, the guy's just winning – more one-on-one battles in the National Football League right now, in my opinion, than anybody else. Wow. Um, I think the offensive tackles, um, they underestimate his speed, his quickness, his ability to bend, and I think they underestimate his power when you know he decides to get in their chest and he uses leverage extremely well. Um, I've been saying for a long time the Eagles need a, a, a guaranteed bona fide double-digit rush guy to help everybody else. Um, And they've got that guy for the next three years, and they may need to lock him up beyond that.
1: All right, Seth, I would never normally ask this, but I'm only doing it because of the great respect I have for Keith Jones. And lately, Keith Jones has been making most of the best predictions in this city. He's very worried about the game Sunday. I mean, to the point where he's almost become silent. He He has been... He he peed on a parade an hour ago. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you a simple
2: question. It do you, is raining outside. Do you see,
1: outside yeah. I thought originally it was water, but now I found out it's a different liquid. <laughs> Could you tell me? Do you like the matchup with the Niners? How do you feel about facing that team with the winner going to the Super Bowl?
2: I prefer to you know to have Dallas come in. There have been nothing nicer than to have the Dallas Cowboys coming here next week. And for us to send them home with their tail between their legs and the rest of their cockroach yep. fans, you know, back into the cracks and crevices, um and the recesses. Right. Um but we got the 49ers and when you get to the NFC, you get to the conference championship game, you don't really care who you play. And the Philadelphia Eagles are the best team in the national in the national football conference. In my opinion, they might even be the best football team you know, overall in the National Football League this year. Um, there's not a team in this league that we can't beat when you legitimately looked at all the factors and looked at all the teams. When Jalen Hurts is under center, he affects not only our running game, our passing game, but he affects our defense, and he also affects our special teams. That is why they had to put him back on the field in Week 18 when they really didn't want to play him.
1: Yeah, that's... Uh, 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 Jonesy has made comments. They've been inappropriate and annoying on a day of celebration. <laughs> but I believe now Mr. Joyner has neutralized those comments. Right, right, right. right. And, and is, could you hear the silence in anything, here? Anything you want to say, Jonesy? He has been <laughs> rendered silent by the brilliance of our own, set Joyner. But deadly. <laughs> <laughs> Debbie is on the line. Debbie is our current winner of the week for the song she sang at Borgata. Hi, Deb.
0: Oh man, Angelo! I'm still, still, um, like, thank you, thank you, Malik. That was such an amazing honor. We all had so much fun meeting you. You are like so gracious. You were. It was just all of us. It's a great memory. Man, that game was so entertaining. It was, uh, it was just the relaxation that I needed. I was a little bit on edge. And are you? What- how'd
1: you feel Saturday night? What was that like for you, Debbie?
0: Oh, my God. One of the funnest things, we stayed at Live Casino, which is right there by the link. And we had this suite with floor-to-ceiling corner windows. Watching those giant buses go up to ninety-five to go home. We're screaming at the top of the rungs, bye, you effing losers, bye. And we're going, let's go, you know, at the Giants. Oh, it's so much fun. Oh I wait a minute!
1: That's what again. they did last week, Debbie. I mean, don't do what they do. That we might lose the next with the way you remember what they did, right, Joe? Do you have yes, that?
0: Yes, I do. And I was just giving it right back. To All him. right, here's
1: what. The they... Eagles. Keep it going. The Eagles. Oh, we'll see you next week. Yeah,
0: the we come to town. All
1: uh, right, uh, you left town, and you lost.
0: <laughs> and I got the bond. And it was so freaking fun. And we waved and yelled uh, as those buses all pulled out. It was great. Debbie,
1: I mean, we got to win this next one because then uh, Seth Joyner can go home. He lives in Arizona.
0: Oh, well, then we definitely, of course we're going to win it. What do you, do we need to? We're going to win this. Watching that game yesterday, I was like, both teams were so beatable. We are ready to play. We are, again, underdogs. I am working on a song. We are being Oh, another song. And we love
1: it. We love being I love it. Let me know when you have that song ready, Debbie. Seth. Uh, What's the set during the travel plans here? You still have a home in uh, in uh, Arizona? Arizona's home, man. It is home. I can't.
2: I can't wait to get out of this miserable weather. So (laughs)
1: would you? Would it be? You know what? You probably know people there. You're probably going to the Super Bowl with or without the birds in it. Is that accurate? No. But you are going if the Eagles win.
2: Well, I just found out last week that um, I will be working at Ocean's Casino.
1: Oh no. Pre and oh, post nice. game, so ah. I'll be,
2: so I'll be, I'll be, I'll be in Arizona. In all probability, I'll be in Arizona till Saturday. I'll take, oh. I'll take the red eyes Saturday night um, into Philly, and um, drive down Atlantic City. You know, get me some sleep and get up be re- be ready to roll for pre and post game um, Sunday night.
1: That is available, by the way, on YouTube.com, which soon I will be able to access. I, I, thought thought you I, think I, <laughs> I don't think I ever. Seth helped it. you get on. There. Yeah, no, he helped
2: you. He he lied. Something went something he, went wrong. He lied. If his
1: grandsons aren't over, he ain't yeah, getting on true. YouTube. I got to be it's honest true. with my grandsons. It's been very very awkward the last two days. Well, wow, that was a. That's Do you want to know? This loss. is the truth. This is a sad thing because I'm about to retire and I want to spend more time with my grandchildren. Nothing wrong with that. My grandkids, fourteen, both they're twins and they're Giants fans are ghosting me
2: oh my goodness just takes time after They're a ghosting me time,
1: time. i VIA. can't wait till i
0: can ghost you
1: ria i use wait a minute now oh. joe is gonna ghost <laughs> me. One, one more week jonesy will you ghost me he's ghosting me now hey jonesy, it's,
2: it's gonna be more than one more one more week Jonesy is not so sure. Get out of here, man! All right, when we come back, we got a parade to get through and everything. Uh, There we uh, we go. Oh yeah!
1: Uh, I want to. We'll talk about the offense (laughs) and how Seth Joyner saw what they were doing and how they could penetrate a great Niners defense.